Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to speak victory during a taste. And no matter how you feel, speak the words and you will be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Welcome back to Submitted to Serve. I want to talk to you about encouraging yourself. Coming out of the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30 in the Bible reads, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, and the Amalekites had invaded the south in Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. And they had taken the women captive that were therein. They slew not any, great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. And David and the people, they lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive also. And David was greatly distressed, for the people They spoke about stoning him because the souls of all the people was grieved, every man for their son and for his daughter. But David, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to the priests, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And the priest brought the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt overtake them, and without fail recover all. Amen, amen, amen. David was going through. David is now the king of Israel. David is the one that's in control. David and the men, they went on an assignment, but they left their wives and their children at home. Now, upon coming back, the Amalekites invaded their home and took their children and took their their wives. And even though these men were with David, it's not like that David what they wasn't with them. They blamed David. You're the king. You're the one responsible. You're in control. You're supposed to protect us. You're supposed to be the one responsible for us. And they were thinking about stoning him. Mind you, these men were just with him, chilling. But now because they home and they see their family gone and they're seeing that their children are gone, they're pointing a finger at him. And now they want to stone him to death. David could have got pissed off. David could have been like, are you really serious? I just walk with y'all. We was just together. It's not like my family is saved. They took my wives too. David could have been really upset. But instead, the Bible said he encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord because he had an understanding because he had the same feeling they had. My wives are gone too. And I'm pretty sure David could imagine how the men must have felt. But he didn't take that and get angry. He didn't look at it and say, you know what? Forget y'all. Y'all on your own. No. He encouraged himself. And he went before the Lord. And honestly, sometimes we really need to encourage ourselves. 
There's a lot going on around us. Many of us are going through a lot of stuff. And it's quick for people to point the finger at us, especially if you're the one in control. If you're the boss, you're the problem. If you're the head of the household, you're the problem. If you're in control or in charge of an assignment, if anything goes wrong, it's all your fault. And it's easy to to retreat. It's easy to want to give up. Sometimes most people don't even want to even take a position of leadership because at the end of the day, the leader gets in trouble. If we even think about it now and we look at it in, in a politically, our president, even though he's just the face, if it's good, he get the credit. If it's bad, he get the one that get the finger pointed. That's how it is with leadership. But it shouldn't stop you from doing what God called you to do. You shouldn't let the, the people talking about you and the people. Why am I stuttering right now? Okay. <laughs> I'm about to encourage myself in this message. I was going to delete it, but you know what? This is the same thing. This is why we need to encourage ourselves because there are going to be times where we stumble. There's going to be times that we fall. There are going to be times that we mess up and we cannot give up. We're quick to give up and we're quick to erase and we're quick to start over when God is like, just keep going, keep going. David had to keep going. He couldn't stop. He couldn't get mad. He couldn't curse them out. He just encouraged himself and God. And this is what we need to do when we come against those trying situations. When we come against that bill that come in the mail and we don't got the money for it, encourage yourself. When we come against that rejection and people walk out of your life, mm, encourage yourself. And it sounds real easier said than done. I know, right? Like, what is she talking about? When you're in that position and you get that bill in your hand and you don't have enough money to pay for it, encouraging yourself is the last thing you like your mind is going crazy and you trying to figure out like what the heck how am I gonna get this done how am I gonna pay from how am I gonna pay for this who can I borrow money from who, who how am I gonna do this we go into a panic we go into a panic when when we get that doctor's report we go into a panic when people you know hurt us and break our heart we go into a panic and instead of going into a panic we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord like David did. Because when he went before the Lord, not only he encouraged himself, he didn't just say, you know what, God, you got this. You're the one in control. You're the one that goes before me. You're the one that's behind me. He went into prayer. The Bible says in verse eight that David inquired of the Lord and he asked the Lord, should I pursue these people that took our families? Shall I overtake them if I do pursue them? And then the Bible says that God answered him and said, pursue for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. See, this is why it's important that we encourage ourselves in God, because in that moment, we're encouraging ourselves in that trying situation. We leave room for God to speak to us, to give us an answer or give us, you know, what can we do to God can help us solve the problem by going to God in the midst of that situation. While we're encouraging ourselves going into prayer, we leave room for God to give us an answer to solve the problem. He asked him, shall I pursue? And we got to go. We have to go to God, even in the midst of that pain and that struggle. We have to say, "Okay, Lord, I'm going to encourage myself. I know you're good. I know you love me. I know you're for me. You're not against me. Now, what should I do? This is what we got to do. See, that's why I love the word of God. It gives you a pattern. It don't just tell you what to do. It tells you how to do it. Not only did David encourage himself, then he went into prayer. And then when he went into prayer, God gave him the answer of what to do next. Next. 
it's not the time to get in your feelings. It's not it's not the time to, you know, black out and snap back. No, you got to encourage yourself in God. You got to know that God is in control. You got to know that if God is for you, no one could be against you. You got to know that you're not alone, even in the midst of this situation. And most of all, what I love about God, we really, really need to be mindful. We say we know, but in the midst of something going on, it's like it slipped our mind that God does not leave. The Bible says he will never leave us nor forsake us. And for some reason, when we're going through, we kind of act like God just decided to go on vacation. And (laughs) that's not the case. He will never leave you nor forsake you, which means he will never abandon you. So God is aware that their children and their wives were taken. God was looking for David being the king, being the one in position, being the one in leadership. God was looking for him to not only encourage himself and in in God to remind him of who God is and to remind him of who he is in God. God was looking for him to come and pray because that was the step. He didn't get mad. He didn't get frustrated. He didn't get angry. This is the problem. Now, I don't know about you. you I'm pretty sure some of y'all just like me. I don't want to come home with my baby missing or hell breaking loose. Where's my baby? So I can imagine how these men felt like, where is my children? Where's my wife? David, we're going to kill you. David, you're the problem. You're the one in control. You were supposed to be the one protecting us. You're the problem. And he could have just retreated and could have got scared and he could have got mad and he could have clapped back. But instead, he encouraged himself saying, God, I know these men real angry right now. Matter of fact, they so angry. They talking about stoning me to death. So I really need you right now. He encouraged himself in God in spite of how bad it was looking. And even though I'm joking and making light of things. This is exactly what we got to do with whatever it is that's going on in our life that's trying to discourage us. There's always room for discouragement. And we have to learn how to encourage ourselves and to remind ourselves that God is in control, that he is mindful, that he didn't just wake up and decide to go on vacation and leave us alone. And that he has a plan to recover what was lost. Amen. That he has a plan for you to fix the issue, to resolve the issue. He has a plan to restore and give you back what the caterpillar and the canker worm has eaten. He has a plan. God has a plan. But we have to inquire of the Lord like David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue after these troops? And if I pursue, Lord, will I overtake them? And God said, pursue. And not only will you overtake them, but you shall recover all that was taken from you. So I just want to encourage you today to encourage yourself. For you to get up, go in the mirror and say, you know what? God got this. It looked real bad. It even hurt right now. But God got this. And I'm not going to be defeated. That is not my portion. My portion is to be more than a conqueror. So I'm not going to stand in a defeated position. I'm going to encourage myself. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to laugh at the situation. I'm going to do my best not to be in my feelings. Because when we in our feelings, forget it. I don't know about you, but... Ooh, wait, when I'm in my feelings, it's not pretty. That's why I try to stay out of my feelings. <laughs> but you just, just just begin to praise God and worship God. Stay out of your feelings. And once you get to that place when you encourage yourself, because that re- leaves room for you to go into prayer. Like when you take that little moment and you just begin to breathe, woosah, woosah. You take that minute, okay, okay, Lord, I know you with me. I know you're for me. I know you got me. Now what's next? What do you need me to do? What should I do? 
how to fix this situation, how to solve this problem, where to get the money from, how to eat better, change my eating habits to um, change my health. What do I need to do, Lord? You got the plan. You give it to me. But we got to inquire of him in the midst of the situation, not crying, not complaining, not giving up, not getting mad, not getting bitter, not clapping back. We got to encourage ourselves and then inquire the Lord. Amen. Amen. So I pray that you are encouraged today. That if you're going through something right now, to take a moment, take a moment, take a deep breath and begin to remind yourself of who God is. He's a good father. He's a loving father. He's a protector. He's a he's a, a lover. He's a shield and a buckler. And that he's not going to let you be ashamed. You got to remind yourself. So it's kind of hard to remind yourself of who God is if you don't know who God is. So I would hope that you take some time out of your day to begin to read the word of God, that you may get to know him deeper, get him, get to know him on a, dip, a deeper level, that you can understand who he is and what he can do for you. That's how David was able to encourage himself because he knew who God was. It's kind of, to, it's kind of hard to encourage yourself in the Lord if you don't know who the Lord is, other than the fact that his name is Jesus. But who is Jesus Christ? He's so much more than the redeemer. He's so much more than a savior. He's a friend. He's a lover. He's a counselor. He's a shepherd. He's a teacher. It's so much more to him, but you won't know who he is. So you don't know what to pray for. You don't know how to encourage yourself in him. You don't know how to call on him in a time of need. For every situation in the Bible, whenever God showed up, they built an altar unto God and gave him a name like Abraham did. He built an altar. Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides, because God showed up and made provision for him. In different um, places in the Bible that they build these altars unto God and they gave him a different name. And it's up to you to go read the Bible so you can know what those names are. So when you're in a situation where you need God to show up, you know who to call on. Amen. Amen.